This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1430, brought to you today by Coro. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning monthly Certified Horsemanship Association episode, and it features Christy Landwehr and her guest, Laura Hamron, who offers up some exercises to help riders gain confidence. And we'll get right to our tip after we hear from Coro. Have you shopped with Coro yet? Coro is the online retailer who is simplifying the way you shop horse care. With horse-friendly supplies and equipment to fuel your passion, they have everything from grooming supplies, barn supplies, to supplements and tack, and everything in between. They truly are the one source for all things horse. All of the products Coro sells and recommends have been tested for quality, so your horse only gets the best, which is exactly how it should be. They offer the best prices available, lightning-fast shipping, and convenient auto-ship for those products you purchase regularly. Visit Coro today at coroshop, that's C-O-R-R-O-S-H-O-P dot com, and use the code H-R-N for 10% off your first order. Do it today! I love how you talk about basics and foundation, Laura, and we have time right now. Let's go ahead and give our listeners a very specific walk exercise that you love and then a very specific jog trot one and then a very specific lope canter one. Okay. One of my my favorite exercises to teach at the walk and that really helps the rider get more in tune with their horse and then allows them to pretty much... 80% 80% of the time get their diagonal without having to look <laughs> is teaching them to feel the footfalls of the horses. So, and, and it helps all the riders, the overconfident, the, the timid, the aggressive, it, any type of rider. I mean, even those of us that have been riding for a long time to have somebody on the ground and us calling out footfalls. And I always start with the inside hind leg so that they can really feel that foot getting grounded into the ground and then the and then we'll do the outside hind leg, and then we'll do the front, and then we'll do the uh, the inside front, and then the inside the outside front leg. Which the outside front leg tends to be the foot that the riders seem to have a little bit harder calling if they're not looking at the shoulders moving, because I'm always trying to get them to feel the movement of the horse versus um, looking down at the movement. So once they've established and understood where that left hind is stepping, I can then move them up into my favorite, one of my favorite trot exercises, which I use, I like using what's called the butterfly pattern, um, or that's what I've called it. Uh, when I was driving, I went to a driving clinic and they used a butterfly pattern. And that's a cone at either end of the arena where you come down the rail and then you just make a reverse. And then you come back to B and that then down in reverse at the other end of the arena. And I use that because it changes direction so that you can work on changing your diagonal and getting your horse to move back to the rail. It starts first at a straight angle and then you eventually move your riders into learning how to leg yield to the rail. And we do this at the trot and it, uh, it, it just, they then, from the walk, from counting the horse's feet at the walk and moving into the trot and doing the butterfly pattern, it really helps them to work on feeling the diagonals and changing their diagonals without having to look down at the shoulder. Um, I tend not to teach rise and fall on the wall because I don't want 
my riders looking down for their diagonals. Um, I want them to actually feel their diagonal and feel the movement of the horse at the trot. Feel is great. Um, we should all yeah. learn feel. And I love that. And I'll tell you what's hard is for me, for example, I was, you know, old school taught rise, fall, leg on the wall and old school taught look down for your lead. And it is so hard to get out yeah. of that muscle memory of looking down. It's hard. Yeah, I'm an advanced level rider. And that's one of the things <laughs> when I go to a clinic, they quit looking down for the feel it, quit looking. And I know uh-huh. they go, you've got it. Why are you looking down? <laughs> it's a habit, right? It's a habit. It's muscle memory. <laughs> Um, favorite canter exercise. Um, well, I'm actually going to go back to the lunging for the, my favorite canter exercise, because I really like my riders to really feel how to ask for that canter from their seat and their leg. And so versus trying to use their reins, especially when you're dealing with beginner riders, your beginner rider, when you're first teaching that canter, they, they, they want to let the horse go, but as soon as the horse starts to pick up the canter, they pull back on the rein. And so then the horse doesn't want to move forward and their experience is not um, a fluid a fluid canter or a fluid transition into the canter. And that's where a lot of your beginner riders and your timid riders uh, get nervous about cantering. So my favorite canter exercise is to put my riders on the lunge line um, either in the saddle or use a vaulting surf single so that they've, they've got the strap there to hold on to if they want. Um, and to teach them to use their seat and their outside leg and their inside leg, how to use their body correctly to ask for the canner so that they're not pulling and bumping the horse in the face when they do ask for that canner. Um, so I go back to the lunge work um, when we go back to uh, learning how to canner our horses. And then that way they can feel where that inside hind leg is so that they can ask for the correct lead appropriately. And they're not, it takes away the concern of the horse running away or bolting into the canter. I would agree. There's so many different things to do. And all of those that you explained all involve feel and the biomechanics of the Mm -hmm. rider understanding where their body parts are. And that's huge. We don't just sit there, right? It's not a chair. The horse is uh, not a chair. Yeah. And we've got to use our body parts so independently. So I think that's super. If you had kind of one overall exercise of everything ever that you've ever taught, what would be the exercise that you think every rider out there should do with every horse they own and they just would love it? Is there something like that that comes to mind? Oh, wow. I've got, I've got two. Um, Fine. You can say two. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, One of the, one of the big Big, big things I want to really encourage everybody out there to do with their horses is to really your groundwork, your learning how to uh, get your horse to lateral and vertical flexions from the ground. And this is coming from somebody, I grew up riding dressage and doing eventing. We, I didn't grow up doing lateral and vertical flexions per se, but that is one of the best things I've learned from more of the Western side of stuff. Um, and, and teaching that horse how to yield its shoulder and its hip prior to ever putting your foot in the stirrup is knowing how to move your horse prior to getting onto your horse, you know, and, um, and, and it's so vitally, vitally important to understand that and it's going to keep you from getting hurt. 
you know, being young and courageous, 16 years old and in my 20s, putting my foot in a stirrup on whatever horse somebody handed me prior to moving it. I go back and I look now that I'm in my 40s and go, wow, that was not smart. I should have spent at least five to 10 minutes with that horse on the ground prior to putting my foot in the stirrup. Um, it would have kept me uh, kept from a lot of injuries. Um, and the horses wouldn't be as frustrated either. Um, so I'm going to go back to that pre-flight, that groundwork, knowing your horse prior to getting on it. And then the, the other thing, if you're on your horse and you're riding the horse, is really understanding and feeling the footfalls at the walk. Because if you can really feel where all four of those feet are at the walk, then you can move it into the trot and into the canter. Um, and that gave me real big insight in the feeling those footfalls at the, at the walk, it actually really led into, I took a lesson with Joanne Young up at Houghton College and, and we were working on the Piaf and it was when I felt my seat fully connected and could feel where every one of those footfalls were that I was able to get the really good um, height in the Piaf and get the horse to lift more. And, um, and so it's, it's in every movement, whether you're riding a reining horse or a cutting horse, or a barrel horse, knowing where your horse's feet are, are going to help you get your horse to perform way better. I love those aha moments, and I love that all of us still take lessons. There's always somebody that knows more than you. And that wraps it up for today. You can find lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. And if you haven't done so already, Download the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or your Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. The app is free, and you can subscribe to as many or as few shows as you want on the Horse Radio Network, like this one. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>